Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back, guys. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Allenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch. And today, we have a special guest, former uh, Washington football team receiver, Anthony Armstrong, who's also yeah. a co-host of the Believing Commanders show. He's coming on behind enemy lines uh, to give us some intel <laughs> on that team. And That's spicy on there. You know, what, what, what should we, uh, you know, what, what we should be prepared for? I mean, that we haven't already you know, glossed over. So we previewed the game with him. A lot of fun. Um, appreciate him as always. And he and, said he wanted uh, to be the next head coach for Washington football team he, at some point. I, I heard it. So I, I, I heard it. So folks out there who have a coaching spot open, if it's a Washington football team, Anthony is, is interesting from this he, show. <laughs> he threw, he threw his name in the hat, he did. but you guys have no idea what we're talking about. So let's move on to underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy. You can start playing Pick'em or Weekly Fantasy for any sport today. Users will receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 if they use promo code BelieveInRams at sign up. Start playing Pick'em and Weekly Fantasy football today with Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy. That is right, Cam. Also, just so you know, in case you didn't know or don't want to know i don't know but bet online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season get the latest odds lines and match reports for baseball boxing golf and more bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers including live betting and your favorite casino and car games available to play right from your phone head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today get in on the action use our promo code believe to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts and well, I think that's where the rest of this show starts. So we'll dive right in. You guys will enjoy it. It's going to be me, yours truly as always, uh, Cam Lynch and Anthony Armstrong previewing the Rams and Commanders Week 15 matchup. We'll see you guys on the flip. Ooh. All right, folks. Welcome back. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch as always. And joining us is our very special guest from behind enemy lines, Anthony <laughs> Armstrong, who is also the co-host of Believe in Commanders. How you doing, my friend? Thank you so uh, much for coming on. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, JK. I appreciate y'all having me. I got a little cup of coffee here. I'm ready to talk ball. So let's do this thing. <laughs> Jake, why we're sorry, Jake. Why you why you say enemy lines? Oh man, why you have to start it off so hot like that? So <laughs> oh, spicy well, like that. It it like I think it adds a little bit to it, you know. It's <laughs> like, flavor. oh man, this guy's got the yeah. intel. All I right, gotta, I gotta turn up my take now, man. I gotta turn <laughs> it up on y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, let's get started. Um, I've been watching a lot of commanders football this year. I mean, you know, we we do another show covering the NFL, so a lot of a lot of NFL football in general. I've been really impressed with Sam Howell. Um, you know, I understand some things haven't gone you know, extremely well. Um, but the guy's a gunslinger. He's a young quarterback. He's playing in his first legitimate season as a starter. Um, I, I want to get your thoughts, you know, kind of going into this game, seeing what, 
you know, Lamar Jackson did seeing those miscommunications in the Rams Ravens game. Um, do you feel like Sam Howell can take advantage of this secondary? I mean, Sam Howell is a talented, talented quarterback. That's, that's the first and foremost thing. And you're right, he is a gunslinger, and you've seen him put up countless amounts of yards. The, the toughest thing for him is it's hard to work when you're at third and 25, right? When you're getting sacked <laughs> 55, 60 yeah. times, uh, you're working with horrible down and distance situations. But outside of that, the guy is doing what you need him to do. He's tough. He gets hit. He stands there in the pocket and will deliver the next throw. And plus, he'll drop a dime here and there, uh, a la Matt Stafford. So I, I like what he's done. Uh, obviously, you want, it, want wins to come with that. And, and, and that's going to happen, but so far so good with what's going on in his career. And Anthony, really quick, you know, as a receiver, you play receiver for the Washington football team. Um, of course, they were named something different, but when you have a quarterback, you're always on third and 20. As a receiver, what's your thought process? If we're on third and 20, okay, man, I make sure I get to the sticks. Like, what does that look like? What goes to your mind? Man, you don't have that many plays for that down and distance first and foremost. So it's probably going to be like a deep dagger concept where they're trying to, you know, hopefully drop a dime. But the defense knows that, too. So it's just going to be a picket fence situation. Chances are they check it down and, and you hopefully break a tackle and get there. But outside of that, if it's third and 20, I am i don't think I'm getting the rock, honestly, man. It's, unless it's a Hail Mary. they just setting up for a punt at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. Um, looking at, you know, one of the biggest names on this team, Terry McLaurin, obviously plays the position you played. Um, he hasn't quite had a, like a breakout game in a, in a minute. You know, he hasn't had a Terry McLaurin, scary Terry-esque game. Um, how do you see him going into this one, knowing, you know, the Dolphins game was a disaster, three targets, no receptions, uh, Dallas, he showed a little bit, but that game, just the game flow gets away a little bit in that one. And he hasn't had, you know, over 70 yards at the very least since new England back, you know, November 5th. So, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on McLaurin going into this one against the Rams? You know, I would love to see him get back on track, uh, at least make somebody happy in the camp right now. I mean, with news of John Allen, thinking about leaving. Uh, we want to keep Terry McLaurin happy and in Washington. So throw that guy the ball early and throw it to him often. Uh, the, the thing about this offense is that I feel like you almost have too many weapons and it's meant to, meant to just run the system and then the ball will go to whoever's open. And if that's the way it is, defenses can determine where the ball is going to go. And at this point, they're making it hard to get the ball to Terry McLaurin. He does lead the team in receptions and yards but it's at a much slower clip than what was expected. I thought we were going to have a 1,300-yard season from Terry, and right now we're hopeful that he gets to 1,000 to keep his streak going. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Um, and then, of course, you know, the the running back who's just – I mean, Cam, I think you and I talked about it, Brian Robinson, just an inspiration what he's gone yeah. through. Um, he's been dealing with some some hamstring issues and, and such. Uh, would we – should we expect to see Brian Robinson this week, uh, considering the injuries and stuff? I think you, I think you need to run him out there. You know, this fact, last four games is you, you got to see who's on your team, who's going to be here in the future. I think he has a, a great spot on this team, um, and he brings that physicality that helps this offense thrive. You got to see Eric Bieniemy call more run plays and lean on that running back room a little bit more. But 
Brian Robinson has really shown his worth this year, running the ball and catching the ball out of the backfield. Absolutely amazing. I don't think anybody knew that he was going to be able to catch the ball and do what he does with with the ball in his hands. So uh, you have a little bit of a weapon back there, right? And yeah. just the way you see the offense evolve, the way you see Sam get to him in checkdowns, uh, it could be big in this game. I mean, you already know what teams are going to try to do. They're going to stack the box and, and make Sam throw it and put pressure uh, with Aaron Donald and the rest of that defense. So, uh, get ready, Brian Robinson. You're getting active this week. Yeah, and I, I agree, Anthony. You talked about just the running back room and how they can catch out of the backfield. Well, we go to the uh, to the Rams game, right, versus the Ravens. There was a tight end wheel route. There was a running back wheel route. I saw the Dolphins versus Washington football team. You all ran a bunch of wheel routes. And, and Anthony, you know, in my time playing football, that was my Achilles heel, Anthony. I just didn't know how to figure out how to get over some of those picks. You know, they got the F and X split with the receiver and the running back. They're kind of tight. And then the linebacker has to either go over top or go underneath. I can see that happening in this game. Uh, and there was, like I said, two times the Rams, uh, they failed to cover that. Uh, even the game before this, um, the, the Rams failed to cover these wheel routes, right? A lot of times the corners, you know, they, they cover that zone and there's like a guy leaking out the last minute. So, can you just talk about that game plan? What? How do you all look to attack the Rams' game? Because there has been some miscommunication on the back end for the Rams' DBs. Well, the miscommunication is huge. You talk about the one thing about this league is that if you see a weak point, you got to go and poke back at it and see if they fixed it. Because if they didn't, we're going to do this early. We're going to do this often. So I would love to see Antonio Gibson working himself on a wheel route. Uh, but the thing about that, the, the play you're calling, I mean, it makes it difficult on that defender. So if he goes underneath, you got the wheel route. If he goes under uh, over the top, now you're throwing it to the, the receiver underneath. So mm-hmm. it's a pick your poison type of play. Uh, but it's one of those things that you set up over time. And I, and I think EB is going to do a good job with that. Um, now, uh, overall, how do you attack this Rams defense? I would love to see it happen through the air. And you know Eric Bieniemy is going to do that. But, I mean, when you got 99 up front, y'all got a guy named Aaron Donald. You, <laughs> you got to take care of him first and foremost. That's the game plan. Slow him down. And then whatever else he lets you do, you go and do that because he's going to be very disruptive against this offensive line. I already said they've given up almost over 60 sacks now. Uh, chances mm. are they're going to get over to 70. So if we can keep 99 off of Sam Howe, that's a great start for what this game plan, game plan can be. I mean, I'll say this. The Rams pressured Lamar Jackson 29 times this week. Uh, I don't know what that equates to going up against the – Bad offensive line, I guess, is what we could call it. Uh, probably but... 25 sacks. That's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> call it what blood. it is. Call it what it is. But Get I'll, the ice I'll, ready. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, I've been watching a, a lot, you know, since the bye, Raheem Morris has done such a nice job of, okay, we're not getting pressure this way. We're going to use Ernest Jones as the blitzing run, uh, the blitzing linebacker. And Sure enough, guys leading all inside linebackers in pressures. So it's working. Um, I'm expecting a lot of that. I think they're really going to get after Sam. Um, What helps the Rams is going up against Lamar Jackson, going up against Kyler Murray, going up against, you know, guys like that, Geno Smith, guys that can make plays off schedule, off script. Um, You know, Lamar, I mean, they just, 
he has his way, but Sam Howell's not the athlete Lamar is. He's a good athlete, but he's yeah. more like Baker Mayfield, a little bit less than Lamar Jackson. And so I think it does play into the Rams' hands, uh, you know, well there. This also is a team that looking at the defensive side of it, trading away guys that they did at the deadline uh, in, you know, Chase and of course Montez. Um, that pass rush. Well, I don't want to take anything away from guys like two Hill and um, you know, Smith Williams. Cause I think they've played pretty decent. Uh, they're not Montez sweat and chase young. And so I think that would be really the key element here on the defensive side is for Washington to get pressure, not allow Stafford to be upright. Um, this past week we saw, the right tackle Rob Havenstein went down mm. and the whole game was Joseph Noteboom. And I mean, I know Sean McVay said he did a good job, but I think the tape says otherwise. <laughs> um, so, you know, there, there's opportunities there. If, if Havenstein is not in, do you think this pass rush can get to Stafford and make him uncomfortable? You know, they've had flashes. Uh, like you said, Casey Tuhill, he's got what six some odd sacks this season. He was, you know, before the trade, he was third on the team in sacks. And now I think he's the leader. So, uh, they've, they've found their way and against the Giants a few weeks back. They had to use some pressure from linebackers, which you hadn't seen all year. David Mayo had two sacks. So mixing some things up to try to get to Stafford will be helpful. Uh, Stafford's a guy where if you can get if you get hits on him, you can kind of affect him. You affect his game a little bit. He'll maybe fly some balls a little bit out there and, and allow some picks. But the issue is the back end for Washington has been like a homecoming game for opponents. Like if you need to get on a stride, <laughs> right, you, you would call this team in and then you could get things going. It's like Alabama playing a directional Mississippi team, right? So <laughs> if the back end isn't able to slow down Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup and the rest of the passing attack, then it's just going to be a whole bunch of wide open holes back there. And and it could get ugly. It really could. I mean, you, you look at y'all put up 31 points last week, 30 some odd points the week prior. Washington's given up 40 points in the last two games, 45 <laughs> each in the last two games. So they're primed to give up a lot of yards. So they're going to have to find a way to stick close to these receivers and apply pressure to Matt Stafford or just hope uh, that there's some incompletions. It's funny you say that, um, you know, also on the Rams side, Sam Howell knows how to throw that football, right? He knows how to throw that football. He was leading the league in passing yards at one point. And so I think that's really important to call out. We talked about it. The Rams DBs, you see the miscommunication. They're not on the same page yet. And so I do, I can see Sam Howell taking advantage of that. But going back to the running game, I think on the Rams side and the Washington football team side, I'm looking here uh, versus, versus the Dolphins. I think Antonio Gibson, um, I mean, man, the, the rushing yards were pretty low there, right? 10 carries yeah. total, 35 yards overall. And so that that is a little concerning, right, when you figure out you need to run the football. But even on the Rams side here, Anthony, I want to kind of talk about this this Ravens and, and Rams game a little bit. The Rams ran the ball seven times in a row to Kyra Williams, seven times in a row. And, Jake, I want to talk to you about this too. We get to the end zone, Jake, we start passing the damn football now. It's, and, you know, it's the mentality, Anthony, you know this, right? Is when you're crushing somebody in the run game, keep doing it. Put those guys away. Do what works at the end of the day. And the Rams got away from that in the end zone. And I think that was reflective, to be honest, on the final score. If they just showed the Ravens, hey, I know we're here. I know it's cold. We're not used to this, but we're going to run the football down your necks each play. I think that's what the Rams need to have that killer mentality to make it to the playoffs. You know, and I, and I do feel like that, you know, the Ravens, they're going to be in the playoffs. I, I got them going to the Super Bowl. And so going up, going up against teams like that, you got to bury them. You got to bury them. And so, you know, Anthony, for the Washington football team, 
what does that look like, right? Is you know the Rams are probably kicking themselves like, damn, we should have ran the ball more. We should have ran the ball. We should have ran the ball. And knowing that this football game, you might run the football a lot more in that sense. So how are you all looking to stop that, the pass and the run? What does that look like? You know, you got to lean on your two big dogs up front. I mean, John Allen, Deron Payne, those two guys are going to set the tone. If, if they're creating pressure and causing havoc in the backfield and, and making third and long, it's going to make y'all pass the ball rather than being able to run it and, and commit to that. Uh, but the, the other part about it that I get a little worried about, because there's been a few of these reunion games for Washington, is that Sean McVay used to be up there in Washington. Mm. Right? He used to be the offensive coordinator. He started as an assistant. Hell, I know Sean. I got a picture <laughs> right here with Sean McVay in, in that wow. 2001 uh, staff where wow. all those great head coaches in there. So he probably has a little chip on his side where he wants to, you know, get a few extra points here and there. So honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't try to throw the ball down close to the goal line. But that leans to me to say Washington get to that bend but don't break mentality. Last week, Tyreek Hill went crazy. I think he had 157 yards on two catches. Uh, outside of that, they shut him down. But he had 157 on two catches and two tubs. So if you can limit that type of production and maybe make uh, L.A. drive down the field and shorten the the field by getting into the red zone it plays to your strengths and you can hopefully uh, come away with some plays down there holding the field goals rather than touchdowns mm -hmm. so i gotta ask you because I, I don't really understand why this washington team is so bad in the secondary um they have some talent i mean i i praised cameron curl at length uh, before the season started i know he's more of a run supportive safety and, and not necessarily a cover guy but he's not a bad cover safety at least based on what i've seen um percy butler i was very big on coming out of the draft and then benjamin st juice i've seen some of you know what he can do on film um i, I think he's honestly he plays really well you know he's yeah. he's really developed um and then you know you have a veteran in kendall fuller and you draft Emmanuel Forbes, who was my guy in the draft. And it's like, what's going on here? I mean, I've seen Emmanuel <laughs> Forbes. I, he's just not getting it. I, I think it's just, it's also one of the hardest positions to play as a rookie. So I'm not Fair. trying to say that's not, but it just seems like this team should be better in the back end of the secondary. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I think uh, I was grading them today with Brian Murphy on our show. I believe in commanders. I, I gave them a D. Uh, I think that they really just haven't, they haven't played well at all. Um, Kendall Fuller's had a good season. He's had a good season. You don't hear his name often um, because he's generally over there locking up and doing his job. It's the other young guys that have been hurting the team right now. You know, St. Mm -hmm. Juice is still, he's learning that position. Uh, he has the tools. He's big, he's physical. He, he can run pretty well, uh, but he gets a little handsy. And so when you're going to these crafty receivers in Nakua and Cooper Cup, I'm getting a little worried about you know these hand these uh, pass interference calls. Is this going to extend plays? Uh, are you giving free plays away by these things happening? And now with Forbes, now for for what it's worth, he had a murderous row of receivers come through. I mean, that the guy had <laughs> he had Stephon Diggs, he had AJ mm. Brown, he had them to the DJ Moore. <laughs> Yes. Welcome to the league. Now, number one, I'm, I, I love the fact that he's like, I'll go up there and take that challenge. But Cam, as you know, you have to quickly learn these lessons. Like if you slip out of your break, do not go for the ball now. Just go for mm. the tackle. You have to start playing that much better because everybody is better. This ain't just the SEC. This is like the SEC times 10 times 20. Yeah. You know, that's what the league is. Yeah, and it's your and it's their resume at the end of the day. Anthony, like you mentioned, sometimes, you know, you want to go lock down the premium receiver, but it might be like, hey, 
buddy, help me out because I'm getting torsion. This is this is my resume, right? People are gonna look at this year and be like, Anthony Forrest, can can my boy cover? You know, like what does that look like? A lot of times we want to do stuff on our own that he might have to ask for extra help. And um, Anthony, you talked about just some of those flags and getting handsy on, on different plays. I thought about Tutu Atwell when I was when I was watching Tyreek Hill. I know Tutu got got um, banged up a little bit last game, but I was thinking of Tutu like Tutu run down there, draw a flag, get us down there on the ten yard line, and let's run the football in, not necessarily yeah. pass it all the time. But I can see that happening where the Rams getting down the field in that sense. And Anthony, I want to ask you when it comes to this is watching the football team, who's the X factor in your mind? What does that look like for you? Who is that one player that's like, ooh, no one's really paying attention to, but this is the guy. And I have, we have some guys for the Rams as well that are emerging that we want to talk about from this last Ravens game. But who are those X, X factors for you in the Washington football team? Man, I, on that offensive side, I, I feel like it, it changes from week to week. You know, you you are you expecting somebody to jump out with a big game? And, and the guy that I'm waiting on, I'm still holding, holding out for is Jahan Dotson. Because the way that he runs his routes, his run after catch, the guy is absolutely special. It's electric, and it's a part of this offense that we're missing. You're missing the the ability to just throw it to somebody and let him go do his thing. Like I said earlier, you're third and 15. You don't got many plays for that, right? And everybody just waits till you throw it, and then they converge on the receiver and tackle him. So if Jahan can get rolling, I think that can help things. other things happen in this offense uh, and get some pe- people loosen, uh, loosened up and get them open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I agree. I mean, I think we saw what Zay Flowers did for the Ravens last week. I mean, you know, this crazy. Week, it was he yeah. went crazy. He went <laughs> crazy, but he was locked down until the end. You know, and I think it's it's important because when you have these receive, you know, you have these corners. I mean, Akella Witherspoon is playing at such a high level. Um, he'll pretty much take away your number one receiver if he's on him. Um, but you know. It's like Darian Kendrick has had a good year at times and he's kind of had like a down year at times. Like he's, he's, he's not very, disciplined. He's not well, disciplined. What's weird is that he's in position and it kind of goes back to what Anthony was saying. He's like, you're in position, but then you get grabby or, or you flail your arms. Like you're already in position, trust your instincts. And I feel like it's something where you don't want to knock him too much because he's a sixth round corner that is now started in back-to-back years. I mean, that's very impressive, right? But yeah. at the same time, you know, you're starting for the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, this team won Super Bowl two years ago. They're trying to get back to the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, they're in the playoff race. You can't be having those, those slip-ups. But I think the the biggest thing about, you know, this past week with the safeties, just not being on the same page, really uncharacteristic mistakes that we haven't seen. I mean, for the most part, Raheem Morris has had this defense well-coached. There have been slip-ups. You know, there have been a missed tackle. There have been some things where, you know, DK Metcalf takes a catch that should be a quick slant, you know, for nine yards. He turns into a 70-yard touchdown and, and things like that. But, you know, you don't normally see guys just up and leave Isaiah likely wide open 60 yards yeah. downfield. You don't coverage bust. Yeah. You just, you don't see that. And and we saw three of them. I think they missed another one, believe it or not, but we saw three mm. of them. Odell scored on one of them. Yeah, uh, it's like, it, it Odell, was, I cover him, man. Like, you know, he played for you. Come on. Pick, is it, you going to pick anybody to cover, pick Odell. Like don't, you know, there's certain numbers Thank that you, you got to pay attention to. Um, I mean, I will say, the offensive side has to be excited for Washington to see those shot plays, you know, and, and Sam, Sam will throw that thing. He'll put that baby out there. So (laughs) I I wouldn't be surprised. Right now, this is just everybody just go out there, have fun, play ball, because 
really you need to be playing for one of these top couple draft picks, all right? Don't even worry <laughs> about the win. Just go over there and try to get you some draft picks and, and have your young guys go out there and ball and have fun because it's too much drama in Washington for, for what's been good uh, coming into the season. Uh, they get into that drama state again, and I'm not a fan of that, man. Not at all. <laughs> and, like, no, and, and, and you mentioned that right like kind of get ready for next season what does that look like you know i was undrafted you know what i mean and so for me i was like i couldn't afford for that i gotta go out there and play every day and so anthony i know you mentioned um now that we're not playing football anymore we're kind of on the outside looking in hey guys do this but can you take us into that player's mentality for watching a football team like yeah for some of those guys they gotta they gotta play well because they don't know when they're gonna what their next team is gonna be so can you just walk us through that a little bit no, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you 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 understand that Ron Rivera is likely headed out uh, as head coach, and probably a lot of those coaches and maybe some front office people as well. So there's going to be a whole entire new regime. And and when I go back to my time when I was there, I got there as a practice squad player, and then that was when the Shanahan regime was working their way in. And I, I rolled the dice. I said I'm going to stay here and uh, be with Washington because it's a new head coach, new offensive coordinator. I can impress these guys rather than go to a different team and hope for the best. So it worked out for me. And now you got young young guys on these teams that are going to get some reps that maybe they didn't get that many before. You're going to get some opportunities, and you're auditioning for 32 teams. Y'all in L.A., y'all know what it is. All the top producers are going to be watching your tape. You got an audition reel for four weeks, all right? Are you finna be in the next Denzel movie, or are you finna be on the outside talking about how you should be in the next Denzel movie? Oh, I it's love up that. to you. It's completely <laughs> – it is really up to you. I mean, it honestly is. It, I mean, think about the last game, uh, the preseason game. It was – uh, what was his name? Victor Cruz against the Jets. He was wearing what number six or something like that. They were like, who is this kid? Dude goes off for like four touchdowns, salsa in his ass off. And now <laughs> here he is a fashion mogul. He's a legend in, in the NFL. And I mean, big things happen in these moments where you think there's not much to play for. Thank I you. mean, uh, yeah. Don't you remember uh, what's his face? I know he lost his starting job before he even had a chance to play uh, to Russell Wilson, but Matt Flynn got paid like long-term deal money, this giant contract because of one game he started when Aaron mm. Rodgers was sitting in the final game of the year. And, I mean, And calling the plays. Aaron called those plays too. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, you know, you can never, you can never rule it out. Um, which brings me to, you know, to, to wrap this thing up here. This is why there is, virtually no excuse for the Rams to lose this game. Um, they're three and one since the bye. You're telling me that they're playing for fun. The Rams are trying to make the playoffs. It was just, there's a different, you know, it's, it's in LA. Okay. Sean McVay. I was at his first game against Washington as the head coach of the Rams. Okay. that still should sting. Like mm. he should never want to lose to that team ever again. Think about that. That was the first loss that he had was against his former team. Mm. Like that at the call, you know, he's salty. You know, he <laughs> remembers these things the way he remembers, he well, like, we, specific yeah, he plays. <laughs> he knows. Oh, he knows. He's very, he's very aware. Yeah. Mm. And then he could tell you the personnel grouping they had and the play they ran. And oh, yeah, it, it's, it's gnarly. That was the game where Todd Gurley hurtled over, I, I forget who it was, Josh Norman, maybe. It was, it was oh, crazy. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that was, that was fun. But this is what I'll say is that there's no excuse for the Rams. To lose this game. A absolutely none. Um, I'm going to, if, if you're cool, Anthony, I don't know. Not everyone loves giving score predictions. I'm going to say the Rams win this game. I'm going to give, I'm going to say Washington scores 13 and I'll say the Rams 
they break the streak of 40. I think that they end up scoring 38. Good Lord. 38-13. That's a little disrespectful, yeah, my boy. You got us over there getting getting wild, man. The daggum spread ain't but seven. Six and a half. Golly. I don't think well, they're gonna lay down like that now. How how many teams are you gonna get are, are you gonna play that lose the game the way they just lost to the Ravens? Hey, I, I get that. I know that you know Rams coming off of a tough one. Hey, I'm talk your smack, right. Anthony. Talk your smack, but Anthony. Talk you, your you, smack. You're not gonna drag this team. You're not gonna drag Washington that bad, okay? <laughs> At I least give you compliments. I, I, I do this here. I, I, I do think I do think that the Rams are, are the better team right now. They're playing for something. They got a little bit more going their way. Um, but I at least gotta say Washington cover. They can cover. You can go I mean, you, you, you can you that. can call what what you have? 36 or something? What do you what you have? I went 38-13. Okay, fine. 38 to 33. All right. We have a shootout. Sam Howell versus Matt Stafford. It's going down in LA, but unfortunately, I think the the commanders come up a little short. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll jump in with mine. Um, like you mentioned, if the Rams run this football, Anthony, it could be a long day. If they run a the football like they should, it could be a long day. And I want to talk about our two X factors: Dennis Allen uh, playing tight end, stepped in and done a great job. Um, I think that's something that we need to talk about. Um, and then our guy that we have another one as well. Uh, sorry, we got a great receiver. Uh, sorry, Demarcus Robinson that y'all should look mm. out for. I think they're gonna they're gonna show up on this tape. So um for this game, I got the <laughs> I'm not gonna be dis- dis- disrespectful in there, Anthony. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Rams 33 on this one, and then I'm gonna go to Washington football team 27. That's that's what I'm gonna call for this one. Uh, I'm not gonna be too disrespectful, but I do think the Rams are gonna come away with this one. And it's funny too, Anthony. We talked about it last week. We said that, that the Rams were gonna lose to the Ravens, and now we're watching that game, Anthony. I was like, oh snap! Are we gonna have to come on today and say we were wrong for saying that that the Rams were gonna lose to the Ravens, who we think are gonna be in the Super Bowl? But uh, we, we were right, thankfully, uh, for this one. Hopefully, we're right for this one as well. Um, and and I do think it's gonna be a good a good matchup with Sean McVay going against his old team. It really will. It really will. I mean, all all in all, it just it comes down to the guys on the field, you know. And Eric Bieniemy can call some plays. And if it gets to be a shootout, that that gets to be pretty exciting. And that's what's going to give Washington the best bet because they're not going to commit to the run. They're not going to do that. It's just not in his uh, his mo. It's not in his his repertoire right now. Speaking <laughs> French, okay. So <laughs> yeah. I, I know I know they're going to throw the ball around if they can control it. If they don't turn the ball over. Well, that's going to give Washington a chance to stay in this thing. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think right now, just the thing that makes the Rams so scary, and we saw it against the Ravens, is that, you know, while this defense definitely gave up some head scratchers, uh, that defense lying in, like I said, 29 pressures on Lamar. Um, what we're seeing out of Akella Witherspoon, what we're seeing out of Ernest Jones, Raheem Morris, just in general, what he's gotten out of Kobe his- Turner. Kobe Turner. Don't forget about yeah, him. Kobe, he's Kobe balling. Turner. But then in addition to that, looking at the offensive side, what no one wants to talk about is Matthew Stafford. The vision coming in was that Cam Akers was going to be a franchise running back. Matthew Stafford has had, what, 17 games in which a running back has gone over 100 yards? Kyron Williams, my friend Blaine Greasack, uh, Turf Show Times, gave me this uh, info. Um, Kyron Williams has the all-time thing there for most 100-yard games with Matthew Stafford. That's saying a lot. The guy is brand new for the the most part. So, (laughs) you know, I think now Stafford's able to play a a little bit more just like 
I guess a less Superman where I have to put the team on my back. And now it's starting to really resemble what the Rams vision was going into 2021 to 2022 season when they got Matthew Stafford thinking, you know, Cam Akers isn't going to kill, you know, tear his Achilles, you know, uh, Daryl Henderson is going to stay healthy and they're not going to have to trade for Sony Michelle and all that stuff happens. And it's like, so I think it's really allowed um, some guys to flourish. I think that's why Demarcus Robinson has come on strong, but we'll see. It should be a, a very interesting game because it's a team that has an equalizer at quarterback. I know I said 38 to 13, but I'll tell you, uh, the way football goes, man, you just, you have a turnover, you have a pick six, something like yep. that. I mean, everyone turned off that game. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people turned off that game last night, you know, with the dolphins, you know, it's like, Oh, it's, it's over it. it you know, they're, they're not coming back. The Titans are done. Titans came back and won. Same thing as last year. Joe Flacco goes down the field, does the same exact thing, scores 14 points in the last two minutes to beat Cleveland on the road last year, week two, you, the league is so unpredictable and it's why even though the Rams, I mean, they need to win this game. They need to win the next three at the very least. And they should. This is why we have to go and we have to actually watch it happen because you just never know. Shout out to Herm Edwards, man. This is why we play the game, right? This is, this is, this is it. I mean, you, you have to show up, you have to execute yesterday. Everybody had Miami circled. And that that fell that fell out. Everybody had Green Bay circled, and yeah. Tommy Cut Tommy Cutlets had other plans. Man, he had other plans. You see that jacket he came out there, and that boy had a pink uh, old navy fleece on. Man, that boy was fly coming out there. I see you. I fly. see you, young Tommy yeah. Cutlets. Yeah. Oh man. Well, hey, Anthony, it's been a lot of fun. You guys, it's been a lot of fun. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always. You can follow me at JK Bogan. You can follow Cam at Cameron Lynch 50. And Anthony, where can they follow all of your great stuff? Follow me at, at Rated Armstrong. That's what it is. At Rated Armstrong. I love Armstrong. that. Yeah. That's great. That's all I got. Cam, what do you got? Any, any last final thoughts? Man, to be honest, Anthony, I, I know we got to run here, but I'm curious about the future of the Washington football team. You know, if you had any coaches in mind that you would hope to lead that team, not saying you know, that robot runs, you know, I don't want to get them out there right away, but I'm just curious, like really quick, you know, any thoughts of like a dream coach of is, is it the enemy? What does that look like for you all? You know, I thought it was the enemy, uh, but with the rumblings of people not being too happy with him, I don't know if they're going to be able to let him stay there on any role other than a promotion to head coach. So who is that head coach? I'm not sure. I think it's more about who you can throw into that locker room. They need a vocal leader. They need a Bobby Wagner. They need somebody that's going to dictate how that defense runs and, and make sure that the standard stays high because it hasn't happened in a long time since London Fletcher left. They need to make sure they find that guy this offseason. Ah, Rams legend, London Fletcher. <laughs> um, Maybe they need a Bill Belichick. Man, that's that's what you just said. I mean, essentially, I didn't say that. I did not you, say that. You didn't I'm say I'm a vocal back. vocal I'm leader coming back. No, he needs to be on the field. It needs to be somebody that's gonna hold this team. Oh, okay. You know what I, I mean? They're gonna be able to walk in there and say, "This is not good enough. We need to raise our standard." That needs yeah. to happen from inside the locker room at some point in time. That's it can't real. always that's come real. from the coaches, though. You know what I mean? That's, that's true. Yeah, and I mean they'll they'll have an opportunity. There are guys in the draft. I mean that can be culture changers. Obviously, they'll have a decent pick, and then um, you know free agency. There's always guys. I think Wagner signed a one year deal, so I, you might be onto something there. Levante David. 
They got money know. to blow. They got yeah, money to yeah. blow. They got about ninety million in cap space. So that's Ooh. a lot of cap yeah. space. Yeah, I guess if they need a coach, I'll throw my name in the hat. So let it know. Okay. Let it be known right. here. I throw my name in the hat for the head coaching position in Washington. Oh wow, yeah. man! <laughs> I I'd have to root for Washington, man. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be really cool. You Might threw your well. name in the hat, and then all of a sudden, you know, Adam Schefter's like, "Yeah, Anthony Armstrong is the head coach of the why not? Washington Commanders now." Hey, why not you? Why not me? Why not? Why not? Me? That part. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna end this thing. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Later, folks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.